that on a set, boys. Thank you. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to A Little A Lot. A podcast for the curious and humorous. My name is Blake. My name is Will. And my name is Riley. And we are so glad to be back with you after our long exodus. One <laughs> might say it was an extended break. Calculated. I think we all took a little break, kind of focused on some things, really figure out what our meaning was in life and where we were headed. Uh, I started to fail all my STEM classes, so I'm back here uh, ready to continue my career in podcasting. Uh, how about you boys? What brought you back? <laughs> like most, like most uh, STEM engineers, he decided that um, academics was just not going to be for him. So the podcasting yeah. realm is where he's going to make his money. Yes. I think we all, uh, yeah, like, like, like Will was saying, our, our purpose in life ultimately came back to the podcast. We, we live, we breathe the podcast. And without it, we're nothing. One might call it the pod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy saying that. Um, but yeah, no, in all seriousness, uh, we got like, I don't know. It's just, it's a really great way for us to stay in touch and to, and to talk and to have some good times. I re-listened to a lot of the old episodes and had a seriously good time uh, laughing about some of the jokes that we made. Uh, and there were many. And um, so we're, we're back to make some of those jokes again, but um, not I, the same ones, of course, but the same different ones. ones, different ones. This is the part of the show where we just pull out the script from episode one and we just start reading it verbatim. We had such a, huge splash last time we did this podcast we had you know thousands of listeners you know sponsorships the donations lucrative lucrative the merchandising you know oh my god it's ridiculous we uh and so we we decided that you know we wanted to take a step back from the flight most movie stars we needed some time to think about us we were we were putting so much of us out into the world that we need to refocus our humor and our spirituality and we came back to you refreshed with a new input in the same bad taste and a lot of jokes. We also just kind of see where the world would head without our influence and our guide. And my God, what is it? Bad? It went to shit. <laughs> yeah, like um, we, we, we stopped the pod for like, what, a few months and the whole world decides it's time to just, just die? Like just COVID. Dip, dip on us. Oh my God. We didn't predict that. We didn't predict that the world was going to need the pod more than ever. Yeah, that's that. That's why we're back. We are here for you guys. Um, so and by you guys, we mean that one listener in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. We are there for you, my man. We're just back here. We're back here because out of this. because like all good things, it led us back here. So yeah. I think that we uh like like normal. We should we should discuss some things that people want to know. Maybe a little about a lot of things. <laughs> as is the trademark that is trademarked if you if you try and come after that i will come after you and that is a like Eleanor guarantee if you've been watching the vlogs good for you that means you're part of the crossover audience that is <laughs> my vlog squad in this podcast and uh i'm very proud of you for making the leap into podcasting i know it's kind of a blind cliff and it's just our voices but imagine me wearing sunglasses you know what don't imagine sunglasses people I am now there here with he my sunglasses, and it there is very is. dark, um, but we're making it work because I have a bright light in front of me. So yeah, uh, what do you boys want to talk about today? Um, but yeah, no, I am um, just looking around my room, 
man, I switched soaps. And don't you laugh at this, Riley. This is serious. I switched soaps. And I went. For, I used to be an axe man, like like most men. Well, and, and I wouldn't even say that most men are axe men. <laughs> I, okay, so <laughs> most men in ancient times might have been axe men, but we're separating that into now axe man. Anyway, I took the leap to Old Spice. Got a uh, got got a, a soap called the captain or the scent of command and you know what i feel in charge you feel powerful i feel, I feel excited yeah wow i feel rejuvenated it was part of my it was part of my podcast exodus <laughs> did you have yeah. sense of command did you not did you not feel that way before like not, what? not really i was using i was using like the blue fusion axe <laughs> i was just it's getting refreshed but i wasn't getting in charge so now walking down the street like you walk it's into a the, store and then the people there are like, oh, just by smell, I can tell he probably works here and can help me with what I'm looking for. It's, it's, it's the best. I don't know what you, you boys are using, but um, I, I'm rocking the scent of command. Old Spice, shout out. If you'd love to sponsor the pod, I would love to sponsor you. Well, I mean, like, as a guy... Are you a bar soap man, first of all? Because that's good. No, 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 no. But what I will say is, as a guy... Like mm-hmm. when I go to the store, I'm not looking for like four or five different products for my hair. Right. I'm looking for the five in one. Combo. Oh yeah, baby. Oh my goodness. That is what efficiency. men want. Um, yeah. What do men want? We want, we want efficiency. <laughs> it's, it's not so much to ask. Okay. If we could get a old spice sponsorship, but also maybe like a Kirkland general sponsorship because man, do they have good shampoo and conditioner and body wash? That's what I'm rocking up here like my three gallons of shampoo because you know costco costco gives yeah. you what you need you have to you have to walk into the uh the shower with like a small gallon bottle because it's like a is it like a pump you know is that what yeah, you're rocking? Yeah, yeah yeah of course it is of course it yeah. is in all seriousness you are in the state of wyoming which is not texas and it is i mean it's the wild west up there oh yeah there's there's wind that thinks it controls the state and you I got see- the mountains Oh yeah, beautiful mountains. I see tumbleweeds go past my window every morning. It's oh. it's literally oh. like it's the it's the west. Interesting. Wow. And Will is of course in Seattle, which is the peanut capital of the world. Is, is that true? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it is. Um, well, now we're gonna inform everybody on what get the our, actual peanut get our resident capital. expert on that. <laughs> Cute clacking noises as Will searches <laughs> peanut capital of the world. Oh, oh! Huh. It's looking Dothan, like it's Georgia, Dothan, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Hold on. One fourth of the U.S. peanut crop is produced nearby. I'm getting conflicting reports from beeftolive.com, and that's stating that Georgia produces the most peanuts in the United States, followed by Florida and Alabama. Well, Georgia does produce the most watermelons in the world. You have not helped my peanut oh. quest. I would like you to know that. Wait, did you say Alabama? Yeah. What What did you say was the peanut capital? Dothan, Alabama, I think. Well, that makes sense because you know where George Washington Carver was from? Alabama. Oh, Peanutville. He's from Alabama. It makes sense oh, now. I thought he was from Peanutville. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't even remember what led us down this road. Well, do you think, do you think Dothan, Alabama has a heavy elephant population? Yeah, so now I'm going to look up elephant to peanut ratio in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> hold on it's probably the, a one two mm. some 
ridiculous. You know what? The numbers. first thing that came up was the peanut division in Alabama. In Alabama's Farmers Federation, and so that's not what I was looking for. They have a division of their farmers militia specifically dedicated to the peanut peanuts. Corps. The, <laughs> so, the peanut core, otherwise known as the PC, um, it's a pretty big part of Alabama. I mean, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would argue it's one of the biggest parts of Alabama. One of the biggest parts of Alabama, you know, like it's in the news a lot these days, people getting angry about formed militias and stuff, but one that continues to slip under the radar is the PC. PC, the people's militia, they also call it. People's militia, the peanuts militia. And I think it's because instead of arming themselves with weapons of mass destruction and war, they arm themselves with little... The next, the closest thing to that. The closest thing to that, and it's non-PC peanut gallery snippets you know like where charlie brown is just like dropping some racial slurs and it's like oh Charlie, you cannot do that but i say that so the peanut commission is like the peanut commission is like a dual bladed sword they are cutting both the racist charlie brown episodes and the actual nut itself yes i, I do think so wow yeah i'm kind of empowered by that you know i feel like that's I, good for alabama I, yeah, Alabama really taking steps forward, you know. The PC, the people's, <laughs> what the hell is that? That's a rant that I don't know how I'm ever going to come back from. I don't, yeah, but I feel like that's a pretty good starting rant. No, I mean, that was pretty good. Do you think the peanut shells get their feelings hurt when you just cast them to the ground and then step on them after eating the tasty inside? <laughs> I'm glad that people can come here and listen to the que- the real important questions that are plaguing questions. our community these days. Well, like the emotions of a peanut. What do are the emotions enough? of a peanut? Yeah, do we know enough or do we know too much? I definitely don't think we know too much. There can't you know, be that much to know, but I doubt we know anything. Now that we're on the topic of peanuts, and I'm, and I'm glad we're here because I think it's important we, do, we talk about this. What brands are we rocking? Are we rocking off-branded? Are we rocking the, the man with the, the uh, eyeglass? You know what I'm talking about? What's that brand called? Didn't he die? Mr. Peanut? That's not yeah. his name. I'm pretty sure he died before the last Super Bowl. God, are we breaking this for the first time for anyone ever? Mr. Peanut Death. My search history is just all sorts of stuff today. It says, Riley, you you it watched says, the last Super Bowl, right? It says, it says Peanut, the 104-year-old mascot of planters, that's what I was going to say, has died after sacrificing himself in what appears to be a traumatic road accident. <laughs> <laughs> Did nobody says, else- Watch the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Mr. Peanut appears to save actors Wesley Snipes and Matt Walsh after the, <laughs> the nutmobile veers off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> so they busted the nutmobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can't believe Mr. Peanut would sacrifice his life. Oh my god. He was selfless. He raised us all basically. I'm glad that we I, I'm glad that we I guess I'm a planter's peanut guy now. I believe in that brand. Are you in the peanut scholarship for uh Seattle? Uh I, I unfortunately did not get it. It's very selective. Mm. Yeah. Um, the full ride, right? Yeah, and uh it really went to a lot of the students here who have uh not allergies but preferential food choices to mm. almost everything. I was about to say that would um <clears throat> If you could only get the peanut scholarship 
by being <laughs> allergic to the peanuts, that would I be just, that would just be really disappointing. Let, like, that'd let's be, be one. Honest. That'd be one twisted Mr. Like, peanut move. Imagine you like know? you get to school and they give you like an award for winning the peanut scholarship, and it's like peanut butter, and then like you die, and then. Well, well hold on. I don't think well, no. They make they they make oh. you. They, it's like a competition. You see, like how much peanut butter can you consume? knowing oh. that you're allergic to it and they so, have like oh, hmm. one EpiPen in the middle so the first loser survives Everyone it's like a <laughs> it's like a race to it's a race to death yeah. it's a hunger games-esque situation where katniss instead of a cornucopia there's nothing there's just a peanut like tray in the middle and they're all allergic to peanuts yeah, it's who just... dies first wow yeah basically Basically, it's a full ride. <laughs> I would say it's beyond a full ride. It's a ride, period. <laughs> um, it's also public. It's it's publicized on television. You know, um, uh, actually, it's it's very very private. They make oh, sure that, really they make sure that only the alumni and staff and students can get the access so, to watch. So this. so by alumni, you mean the one survivor from each class? <laughs> No, 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 everybody who graduates from Seattle University oh, gets, oh, to, okay, okay. gets to witness. <laughs> Just the people from the, the, the Peanut Hall of Fame that survived. Yeah, <laughs> this is Chad Stewart's class of 2000, nut class of two. <laughs> he, was, he was the second one. No, I think, I think that's a, a good thing they're doing out there in Seattle U, you know? Inclusivity is what it's really all about here. So, you know, like opportunities like that. You just, you just can't find those these days. You just can't find those in some places. Yeah, it was, it was a real shame. One year, uh, they had a kid who uh, got a fake doctor's note about his peanut allergy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy No Nuts? Jim, yeah, Jimmy No Nuts. They believed his fake doctor's note because of his incredible name. Uh, uh. He ate the entire plate of peanuts before anybody else could, and then he just waited out the hunger. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty gruesome, Jimmy No Nuts. It is very gruesome. Wait, 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 wait. So, like, are you, how long are you in the room? Like, until you die? Until, like, one person's left standing? It's a person left standing. It's a true battle royale, you know? Yeah. What if there's only, like, one person could, oh, like, Jimmy No Nuts, Timmy, whatever his name was, you could just consume them all. Exactly. And then have, like, a kung fu off to settle that. Especially if, like, you know, I don't know why they decided that Jimmy No Nuts, I think his name was Jimmy when I said it the first time. I, I don't think Jimmy No Nuts really specified on his application that he was a master in Muay Thai. And so by consuming all the nuts, he could then one by one challenge the remaining contenders via Muay Thai and win the scholarship. That's are why you it, challenging me? Are you, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, this is not a Muay Thai. <laughs> That, that was the sound of Timmy Two Nuts. It's a really interesting population they pull from. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just went from No Nuts to Two Nuts. No, no, no. Two no, Nuts no, is no. the guy who got Muay thai by Jimmy yeah. No Nuts. Oh, okay, okay. No Nuts got Muay thai by Two Nuts. Keep up, okay? Our listeners are keeping up. I'm keeping up. You know, That's essentially. I think, I think we're all taking the wrong SAT for placement in college. Mm-hmm. I think we should switch from whatever it stands for now to the Sports Authority of Thailand and Muay Thai for a place at a university. You know what? I would be so down. I'd be down so fast. Um, I think the real problem there is that I don't know Muay Thai and that could prove to be 
difficult. I think it would kind of almost have to be a Mr. Miyagi moment where uh, he kind of stole a belt. If you, if we're going to flash back to the, the movie for a second, he stole a belt from the entrance official that gave Daniel a black belt, even though Daniel was not a black belt. That's the kind of situation I think I'm going to need to enter the SAT. You do know that the belt is not like an intimidation factor where they will just surrender. They will still no. try to fight you and then very quickly realize you do not have a black belt. No, but that's that's when I that's when I pull out the combo whooshy pinky finger hold and the crane like two for one just obliter like you can't come back from that. I only have to use it in the finals though. We we did see how effective that was. We did. If we're going to cite Kung Fu Panda real quick, if I remember right, when he did and and it's only when you believe, but when he did the whooshy pinky finger hold, oh, the devastation was widespread. Yeah. A smooth pivot off that question. Mandalorian. <laughs> We're all fans here. Nice would, segue, would, Blake. I, would, I am the segue man. I would like to say that Mandalorian episode one did not disappoint. Spoilers. There's a lot of lore there. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers will follow this. It's story. been a week. The Mandalorian, I was a fan of the sheriff. I was a fan of the crate dragon. Yeah, Big bummer Woody. for him. Um... You know, Crate Dragon just trying to chill. I, I didn't see anyone, I didn't see the Crate Dragon doing anything bad, to be honest with you. Uh, but apparently, it was causing the town a lot of harm, so they had to go kill it. Uh, yeah, it was a very excessive way of killing the Crate Dragon. I feel like we could talk it out, maybe. Just kind of see where we yeah, were. Yeah, I feel like maybe they should have gotten some, like, professional psych- psychiatric people out there on the scene mm-hmm. you know, to try to talk and de-escalate the situation. Before de-escalate they just, the situation. You know, well, yeah, before they put that one sand person out there got yeeted into the crate dragon the stomach. ether yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean that that poor guy he had a family too like that's yes he did so sad so that's why we are starting the uh tuscan raider lives man <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive back into this whole tuscan lives matter tuscan raider lives matter to be a specific branch of uh, branch of the Mandalorian that I really think is underrepresented because let's be honest, they were just kind of like thrown out there to be eaten by the crate dragon. Yeah. And I think it shows huge growth and development in the star Wars universe when the Mandalorian was introduced and he communicated with them instead mm-hmm. of showing them violence immediately. I mean, I think that same for all characters. I think the it. biggest thing is that the Mandalorian in general has seemed to be the most, um open to change on the show and is willing to invest in other cultures that is not his own and that includes the tuscan raider i agree with you but what if it's the way he's not going to bend on the way right 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 i see this is the way he's not going to bend i see what you're saying that this this could be the way um and I, i you know what if that is the way all power to him I'm down for that show. Yeah, Tuscan Lives Matter. This Tuscan is Lives the way. Matter. No, my search history is now consisted of why does the planter's peanut guy sacrifice his life and a lot of other searches in general about peanuts. Regarding what happens to peanuts when they die. What does happen to peanuts when they die? This is just going to be a peanut cast. Sorry, folks. This was our maiden voyage. It's not our maiden voyage anymore. Will correct me. It is our, what is it called? Our uh, return. 
our Return our of the King coming. Return yeah, of Return, Return of the Jedi, Return of the King, something around yeah, that. Something around that, and, and that'll make sense when you see a, a, a post. Um, but I do think that peanuts go to peanut heaven or peanut hell. Do they go to a whole place entirely different? Do they go to yeah. the Do they go to the big peanut distributor in the sky, or do they go to the honey honey roasted depths below? Honey roasted peanuts? No, they're not. No, honey roasted peanuts. peanuts aren't. You know that is a good question. Have you been eating dead peanuts? <laughs> Today on peanuts oh whoa, so good. We are diving into are honey roasted peanuts dead peanuts and why are they so delicious? Okay, I think I've got to figure it out peanuts i'll start out like mr planter or whatever mm-hmm. his name is and then I, I feel like i feel like he sacrificed his life we should at least know his name i'm gonna look up peanut man it's uh okay it i looked at peanut, peanut man <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to know what came up <laughs> okay um you can have fun looking that up yourself there's there's he had a son baby nuts. yes baby there's nut a... is did you not watch the Super Bowl? This was the most important thing that happened. When was which Super Bowl? The the, the most recent one? one? No, I didn't. I didn't watch, watch that. it. I didn't watch that commercial. I didn't watch the commercials. Watch the game. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're getting conflicting reports here. According to at Mr. Peanuts Twitter, he looks alive and well as of a Twitter post three days ago. But yeah, no. Uh, Will, would you like to give us some nut lore? That's a throwback to the episode where I made fun of you for being a lore man. Um, and now you're going to have to rapidly come up with some lore about the peanut fandom that we have now created. A small There's cult. a two-minute, 45-second video about the end of Baby Nut, and I've never been so tempted to click on something. <laughs> we also have to consider the fact that maybe there's a little bit of reincarnation here in the peanut lore. Okay, and so you think... Mm. In the moment of Mr. Peanut's passing, he was reborn from his own crushed shell Mm -hmm. like a peanut phoenix Mm -hmm. as baby nut now that poses an interesting question is is mr peanut baby nut or i thought baby nut was more like um his son you know as one would think i think it's more of a you know like big Groot, baby Groot type thing i do i do not think baby Groot is is Groot as in like the first guardians of the galaxy i think it's like like a sun type person you know you know what i'm saying yeah i understand i, I you're, you're saying more the lines of when when uh, what is his name is his name mr peanut because we've really gone down that wow funny you should ask what what did we ask mr peanut's oh. real name ladies and gentlemen holy, holy. bartholomew richard fitzgerald Smythe. no wonder now, went by mr peanut yeah He's like, my name's Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald hyphen Smythe, but my friends call me Mr. Peanut. And they go, okay, you weirdo, back off. I'm just jealous that Mr. Peanut has 72,000 followers on Twitter. 72,001 72. now. <laughs> I'm down for the content this man what, is producing. What are those tweets looking like? They're looking like he's pronouncing pecan and pecan. That was his most recent um, endeavor. You know, it says, wait, what? He's voiced, he was voiced by, okay, now we're getting a little existential here, but hypothetically, were he to have a voice, it would have been from 2010 to 2013, Robert Downey Jr. And from 2013 to 2017, Bill Hader. I need to hear this audio. 
Oh, but you know, when you when you confer <laughs> when I look up Mr. Peanut on Twitter. Oh no, it says no, it says Peanut comes back to life as baby nut, therefore confirming the reincarnation cycle. It will you are it is. So Mr. So, Peanut's Buddhist? Hindu. Oh. Excuse me. Well, I think I think the peanut religion itself kind of pulls from a lot of things. He has like the alt rock worship of like a Christianity, but he's got the reincarnation of a Hinduism. And I don't know if he believes in a God more as in he believes in a giant shell. I'm not quite sure how that works out. Uh, it's pretty similar lifespan to a human. Mr. Peanut was reborn mm-hmm. at the age of 104. I mean, so that's would, pretty so old. That's pretty old, but it's not unheard of for a human. Toucan Sam and the Kool-Aid Man. These are all people that would exist as well. Okay, well, <laughs> it says, hold on. It says, when I look at these, this world of Mr. Peanut, Mr. Peanut's world, the child from The Mandalorian is somehow in that mix. And I don't really understand how that crossover happened. I don't, I don't think that did happen. I, no, I it says right here. No, I, I believe in this world that we've created. Okay, so what do you want me to tell them? The Instagram? That's kind of like our thing. If you want to be part of the pod, we will find you. But if you want to find us, our Instagram, if you'd like to reach out to us, follow us, uh, give us some support. Uh, It's a little underscore a lot underscore on Instagram, the Facebook of the future. Also owned by Facebook. Also owned by Facebook. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. I'd say we learned a lot about peanuts. I'd say we learned a lot about peanuts. I'd say... A little too much for my liking, but... I would say a little... I would say a little about a lot about peanuts. All-inclusive nutcast. <laughs> We're actually going to get uh, uh, Peanut Jr. on board. Oh, yeah. No, uh, oh, hold on. I'm getting a transmission. Uh, looks like we have lined up Peanut Jr. for our next episode. Look forward okay, to Spock that. and your transmission. Jeez. Look, look forward to... I'm going to disregard that hate crime against Star Trek. Um, look forward to that comedic impression from one of the three of us next episode. By the yeah. way, one of you is going to have to learn how to do a Peanut Jr. impression. And it could be me, but... Sup. I was thinking more of a... <laughs> Hello! Hello! It's Mr. Me, Mr. Peanut! It's Mr. Peanut! Mr. Peanut, stop. This is not the segment yet. Stop. Okay. Thank you for your cooperation. I don't know how you got here so fast. And as Jeff Goldblum always says, the pod finds a way. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Peace. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye.